Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. Before we get into tonight's episode, I want to remind all you lovely kinksters that we are on that social media. So reach out to at Dinks with Kinks on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Let us, you know, give us some feedback. Uh, make sure to rate this episode wherever you listen to podcasts. Let us know how we're doing. I am your host, uh, John Dondero, and with me, as always, the very playful, the always uh, springy, the uh, almost insatiably excited, Miss Rebecca. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. And a man you absolutely would love holding your leash, and uh, we all hope that he would one day, Mr. Shep. Good evening. Let's keep him straight this week. You know, I was like, all right, we'll keep him accurate. I'm proud of you. I'm proud yeah, of you. Good it, job. It was, it was Good a job. lot. Yeah. I like I'm... to get a little playful. Um, <laughs> and sometimes, you know, I am, I'm just like a dog, like, you know, chasing cars. I wouldn't actually know what to do with the dog if I caught it. I would just be like, I've got a car. Look at me. Do you piddle? Uh, do we need a piddle pad for you? Is that like? <laughs> I could use a piddle pad. Do you get um, so excited you piddle a little bit? <laughs> Yes, actually, I do. But it's not pee, it's poop. I get so excited and I poop a little bit. Gross. Okay. So. It's much grosser. <laughs> so, anyway, this week we are talking about something that I would say it's newer, but it's not. It's just become so popular here lately that it's like in the mainstream eye. We're talking about puppy play. Yay, puppy play. So much fun. Bef I'm okay. so excited. Now, let me ask you a question. Before uh, 2020, had y'all ever heard of puppy play? No. Yeah. I have not. Okay, so you had. Um, but a lot of the world didn't. And it made me go wonder well, why where was this at beforehand i mean this is not a new kink this is not something that just you know up one day said you know what we haven't created a new kink in a while let's have at it it's been around <laughs> for a while but it got super popular and uh what puppy play is let me let me go ahead and read the definition um Puppy play is essentially exactly what it sounds like. It is a role play action where one individual pretends to be a puppy, a dog, an animal. All fours, barky barky, woof woof. It's a lot of fun. Um, I want to I want to call them furry lights because it's all the same aspect of being a furry without the first suit. Oh, uh, I was like. Furry lights? I know, y'all like, are Furry lights, like lights with little fur on it. That's what I imagined. I was like, all these lights with like little fur hanging off of Oh, furry light. Okay, got it. All right. Okay. <laughs> exactly what you just said. Okay. <laughs> but oh, it is, I feel it like is, that's cute. That's really cute. It is. Furry light is uh, like puppy play is essentially that, and it's it's a lot of fun. This is like one of those kinks where I don't think you could be mad at it. Um, there's such pleasure and positivity in it. Um, it's happy. So how familiar? Yeah, it's ha it's a happy it's a happy kink. Right, he has this a is, puppy wagging in his tail. Yeah. Like it. He's a good. 
do you find yourself Who's when you, you come across when you come across puppies? Like it's just like babies. You're just like hello. Like you start talking in that little like voice. There's a puppy voice. You have a, it. It's not the same as baby voice, but it's puppy voice. Like you're like ooh, ooh, how are you? Like you know, like you talk in that voice. I don't know. I don't. Please, <laughs> please continue. No, no. Yes, I might be into this. I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, what have y'all have y'all experienced puppy play? Like, is this something that you have like run across in your, your worlds? Um, not. I have. Um, I have not personally seen it in person. Um, I, I like uh, like you said during uh, the pandemic, it actually grew in popularity. So, um, but. I, I've watched a lot of TikToks. I've seen a lot of videos of puppy play, but I've never myself seen puppy play done in person. But it looks really cute. <laughs> it does. Now, so I want to kind of go back. And I, I mentioned 2020 for a reason, because uh, unless you've been living under a rock or you are one years old, and if you are one, you should be listening to this podcast. Uh, we had a world-changing event uh we had uh i can't even remember what it was it was just something bad happened like somebody caught a cold we have, or something. we've had a yeah we've had a lot of those yeah. here lately <laughs> somebody somebody had a cold and people got bent out of shape no we had covid the pandemic happened um, did you say somebody got lockdown. a cold and somebody got bent out of shape Shut up. yeah no we had a global pandemic a crisis <laughs> on a global stand and I have talked about how uh, tragedy and trauma relate to kink many times well, we've all talked about that um, mm-hmm. and we've also talked about like this again with Littles um, in the Littles episode or when we have talked about Littles in the past uh, the natural trauma response to I wouldn't say not a personal situation but a out of my like out of my scope of understanding i'm talking like global catastrophe like, or like global trauma like global yeah, trauma yeah yeah um there are uh tendencies uh, and I, i've said like the, the biggest resurgence in littles people started becoming out and more proud about them you know mm-hmm. and i attributed a lot of that to the pandemic to being locked away to uh shelter shock which is a yeah. common thing. Like anytime there's a flood or anything like that, you have a lot of victims who will suffer from tra- um, a re- tra- uh, trauma response called uh, shelter shock, which is actually very similar to little behavior. Where right. they because uh, they're regressing, they regress to an air to a mental stage where they feel comfortable, they feel taken care of, and it allows them to be vulnerable. Because a lot mm-hmm. of people won't be vulnerable in their current state of mind. Mm-hmm. And um, I have been reading more and more about this, but the pandemic happened and a lot of people suffered shelter shock. Mm-hmm. But not so much as like a temporary thing. Like this changed how we view the world. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it did. It, it worldwide. Like it was a worldwide shutdown. And it was not just like, oh, worldwide shut down for a couple weeks. Like there were some people who were stuck in their homes for over a year. Like not just like a couple months, 
like some countries, but like, you know, um, but like over like that's gonna change. That is gonna that's you your life is interrupted. Your life is interrupted in a drastic way and you know, just like 9-11, nothing like from this point on, from this point on, um, you know, everything changes, everything changed and our world from now on is going to be different. So our mindsets are going to be different. What we find comforting is going to be different. So. Absolutely. And I think that's why, you know, I don't, I don't believe that this kink is, you know, just come out, but I believe it's resurgence. Uh, it's the same way as like the resurgence of Littles. It's through a, you know, the global experience of Shelter Shock has, I wouldn't say created this fetish, but allowed people to discover it. Because um, when you're developing and when, you, when you're learning and whatnot, you don't know you have a kink until you kind of stumble upon it. That's That's mm-hmm. how it works. Uh, now, as far as fetish, sometimes you'll know. You'll know immediately that this is my thing. I must have a fetish for this. Because it's hardwired in your brain. But this this is something that, oh, this feels good. I like this. You're going to continue it out in your uh, thing. And I got to say, for a trauma response, puppet, you can't have a better one than puppy play. Do you, now, do you think... Okay. I was just thinking this because that's what I do. Um, do you think that things like like puppy play, that people have always been into it, but it's one of those when the lockdown happened, one, yes, it is a trauma response. It's a comforting response. But then because all of us were on the internet, all of us were on mm-hmm. the internet. It wasn't, it wasn't just a hit or miss thing. Like it was all of us on the internet. Then all of a sudden the community started connecting so it wasn't just necessarily there was a resurgence. It was more of a coming together. And this this yeah. uh, this feeling of, oh, somebody else is into this. And that it, it gives them courage. So it's not maybe that it wasn't, it wasn't a, like a, a resurgence or a growth or I discovered this. Maybe they've always had this kink, but it was all of a sudden there. I have a community and they discovered that community, which made them less frightened to express their kink yeah I actually I very much agree with that um, because another thing we all did it was surf the internet and you know uh, I'll say that's why one reason I started I, we started this podcast in the pandemic because we were we were just googling weird porn we, were <laughs> like, we should talk about this we should talk about this we should talk about our kinks and uh, all the weird shit we've googled over the course of the pandemic um, and yeah, you find communities because people would reach out through mm-hmm. the internet because they couldn't reach out to their friend group. Um, and then I think they realized, oh wait, I'm not alone. And mm-hmm. not only am I not alone, I am very popular. I'm in the populace of this because uh, I know there are several uh, venues in my area that do puppy play nights. Specifically puppy nights. I get invited to them all of the time, and I want to go, but it's never on a night. Like we're doing the, po- it's always on a Friday night, and we're doing the podcast. And I'm like, ah, dang. Uh, but one night I'm gonna I will, skip the stream. I would be, yeah, I was like, I would be glad to take one for the team and host host our stream so that you can do some research. <laughs> I, I honestly just, I just want to go pet all the puppies. Yay! Um, I do too. They're so handsome. 
Um, <laughs> but this this kink, you know, not just where it comes from, but let's go more in detail about like what it's about. Uh, this absolutely stems from a dom sub relationship, mm-hmm. um, where you have the pet, who is the sub, and the dom, who is the owner of the pet. Uh, leash play is very popular in this kink, but you know. We didn't realize this before, but how many times have you guys been to a BDSM event or seen in television somebody on a leash? Oh, it is synonymous. Yeah, but you never thought, oh, this is puppy play. No, it's just oh, they're a leash. (laughs) This is that was very much pet play. You know, you are my pet, and like I said, it. I think during the pandemic, it really took its own life form. Like, that's what I really think happened, is that it's always been a thing, but it was able to foster and grow into a specific thing. Like, not only do I like pet play, I am on a leash, and I have my collar, and I am following around my master, and it is fantastic, but I am, in fact, now a full-on puppy. I am, I've got my legs, all Mm -hmm. four of them. Like, mm-hmm. it. I, I I think as a as a sub, I can see the appeal of puppy play. Um, well, I'm a sub with little little leaning tendencies, so I can see how uh the they how they they enjoy it and how they can be playful. It's almost like that bratty side. You can be playful without being mean. It's just being playful and being a little disobedient and then being, you know, sort of real, you know, put back into place and disciplined yeah. without it being a, a like a hardcore, like dom sub type situation. It is. It is very uh, similar to uh, little play, uh, except you're adding a little more aspect. You're adding a little more adult play to it with the leash and whatnot. Shep, you have been strangely quiet. I know I have been talking over you like crazy and I'm so sorry. What oh, has no. been your experience with oh, no, not play? a lot. Now, um, good question to bring up to the puppy play. Would you say that puppy play is a the gender specific? Actually, <clears throat> I see it more in the homosexual community than I think I see it in any other facet and I mean the male homosexual community because every puppy I personally know and like I said I don't want to categorize because of my personal experience but in my personal experience every puppy I've ever every pup I've made has either been transgender or uh, transgender to male or male homosexual yes and that well. is in my yeah only, so, but, only because we have a large community yeah, but when you think of puppy play and the reason why it has uh, the more male uh, mentality you know, in it is because the opposite of the puppy play would uh, technically be the kitten play. So the, those that relate towards the females would be the, considered the kittens. Well, as the, the males would be more of the puppies. Actually, I, I can understand that. We know a kitten, actually. We, we do. do. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, a fan of, they're a fan of this podcast. 
Uh, and they also identify as a little. Mm-hmm. So, um, and like I said, I think, I don't want to say that they're one and the same, but I think they share a lot of qualities that a lot of people with both aspects enjoy. Like, I think this is one of those. Right. I guess you just say kind of puppy, puppy would be just reminiscent of more a masculine animal instinct, whereas the kitten would be more of the feminine animal instinct. That's You're absolutely right. Yes. And that is a fantastic point. Uh, because, like I said, every puppy play event I have seen has been for a uh, for a gay bar. Yes. Which means I want to go to it even more because gay bars are great. Uh, it's the only place I don't have to pay for my own drinks. And there's a bunch of cute guys there, so I win. <laughs> and then you want to take did, did, you want to take me put me in that environment and say you get to play with puppies who are just you know very cute uh, boys with uh, dog hoods on yes yes please hundred and ten percent into this kink yes I love and, those dog hoods and, and the those reason dog why they're beautiful <laughs> yeah they are actually really cool and the reason why I say I've had experience pre two thousand twenty is because at um, many of our purgatory events I would randomly have a, a puppy come up and you know uh, sit beside me and just look up and do the the puppy attention sounds to be seeking pats on the head from me and such so yes that's why I knew of the puppy play <laughs> and the, the puppy uh, fetish as it were uh, quite long before 2020 because they always seem to be enamored with me at our events and always wanted to come over and get some pets. And, yeah. The puppy hoods, I think, are the newest aspect that you're seeing more and more. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe I have a forum, like a fetish forum, that I don't see at least two or three uh, members in the... And what we're talking about are these leather masks... Yeah, I'm starting to see the leather masks more these days, but because previously it was still the the persona of the puppy, and you're right, it was predominantly the the more homosexual male that I would uh, experience it with, and back then they never really had the hoods on it much. I mean, I'd see one once in a blue moon, but normally they'd still be in the persona without that. Mm-hmm. But yes, I. Recently, I think in uh, one of our more recent events, I see I saw even like four or five, where normally I'd see one every few months. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, you know, and you know, mask could become again referencing back to the pandemic. Uh, mask at kink events became more and more popular, and uh, so this was kind of like a natural progression. So they became more readily available and then you know you see it and you go i want that i relate to that where did you get your mask (laughs) and so it's one of those things where it snowballed in the the best way possible yeah there's so many times where you see an expansion and a growth of something like this so quickly and you're like oh this can't be good this is fantastic i love it i love that so many people have good um that have felt safe coming out and being able to do this um, I still stand that it's furry light, but I'm really okay with that because I love furries. And, you know, well, puppy play is a lot more skimpy, and I'm pretty okay with that. And, <laughs> yes. And you can almost say that the um, 
the reason that people are showing up with the masks more these days is specifically due to the pandemic and the fact that everyone was required to wear masks. So therefore, the variety of masks that you wear or the people felt more comfortable wearing the masks because it was almost a requirement for everyone anyways. Yeah. So it gave them a level of comfort to do so. The, the King community was very much like, oh, we have to wear a mask to a thing? <laughs> All right. Bet. <laughs> same same with the, like, the punk community as well, yes. <laughs> yeah. A, a lot of these events, you would go and seeing people in masks... It wasn't an it wasn't an foreign thing. It wasn't like oh that's weird. Why are you wearing that you know, ventilator mask or why are you wearing this you know, medical mask or why are you wearing mm-hmm. your leather mask? No, it's a kink event. These are kinks. So when people are like, well, we got to wear masks, they're like, all right, bet we got some masks. <laughs> we'll see your mask and we'll up you. We'll raise you. Mm-hmm. We'll raise you some kinky masks. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a fantastic. I think as a as a sub, like the whole puppy play, puppy is just adorable. It's adorable, and it's it is really cute, and it is really comforting. Like I can see, and because you just need that joy, and it's how you can be a sub without having to worry about this, like disobeying almost like you know how like it's something like you oh you know you've got a tally or you've got a like you don't have to worry about that because you're a puppy and puppies don't know any better and you're being cute about it and it's all it's the fun part of being a sub it's the fun it's the fun cute part of all of it yeah it's playfully bratty it It really is and Uh, it's a point of they really the puppy, as far as all my experiences go, is they've always wanted to just be able to be almost like, as you said, it's almost more in the homosexual male um, gender, and so they wanted to really be able to be fully expressive as a a sub and truly a puppy, as in you know, kneeling right beside their master and just nuzzling up against them and getting the head scratches and the pats and such and even the masks themselves it wasn't really just adding to the kink it was more of being able to dive more into that persona mm-hmm. absolutely and when you first talk about puppy play like especially if you're not familiar with the kink community you don't naturally go to uh like, at least I would not have thought, unless I had or not already known, I would think, like, oh, de- degradation. This is where we're heading with this. You're a dog. Get in the dirt, you dog. And it is the absolute opposite of that. These are these are people mm-hmm. who have high praise kinks. Um, like, and, and the reason I say that is because, like, you know, I have seen uh, degradation scenes where it's not puppy play, but they refer to him as a dog. You know, you're a filthy dog. Get on the ground. Mm-hmm. And that is not what's classified as puppy play. That still falls 100% into degradation and humiliation, as well as puppy play is all about loyalty and praise kink. 100% praise kink. Who is a good boy? Yeah. And uh, as soon as you said who's a good boy, you would see their 
proverbial tails start wagging and everything. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is this is so much. Oh, go ahead. Well, think about the nature of a puppy. Like a puppy wants, it is like wants that love and it wants that it needs that attention and um maybe in the fact that it's larger in the homosexual community is think about that community wasn't allowed a lot of um opportunities and they get a lot of discrimination against just public affection in general and yes we're getting better as a society but we're still not all the way there yet where it's just natural to get praise and get love and get affection and and all of that so puppy play allows that person who needs that level that high level of praise and affection to get that that they don't normally get in an everyday life and i i think that that's what also makes this such a great great kink and a great fetish is just that yeah. it's all they're looking for is just that type of openness to affection and openness to all of that in, yeah. in a public setting I mean this one is a where they the sub really wants to, to truly express their their companionship and loyalty to their um, dom and or you know master as it were and uh, just the simplest things bring them joy. Like I said, the the affirmations, the praise, the the head patting, or in some cases the the belly rubs and so forth, and not ask for much in return. Just the simplest of things. Yeah. You just have to, this of course, watch out for the occasional leg humping because it can happen. That yeah. happens whether they're a puppy or not. <laughs> Yeah, it really does. <laughs> and, you know, this is the one time where a red rocket is not a bad thing. It's a pretty good thing, so, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. I want a puppy. I want a puppy. I like, want a puppy. I want to go to one of these puppy play nights. And have, I want a like, puppy. so much fun. I would have um, fun with the puppy. <laughs> I would, too. I, I Every every puppy I know, every, every person who considers themselves, because... The official terminology is pup. That's what they go by. They go by pup. And they are. They are the most fun, when, especially when they're in that persona. They are, uh, what is it? Precocious scamp. That is the best definition. Scamp. Just playful, <laughs> silly, but also uh, very affectionate and loyal. And when they do act out, they just, you know, honestly, they just want you to give them a little tug on the leash and and a little come on heel. Uh, not necessarily strict commands, but firm daddy commands. It's a way to but get dominated very, without being dominated. Well, like I said, they're still very positive commands. Hey, come here, sit. Who's a good boy? Yeah. Yeah, immediate um, uh, what's gratification, like the um, acknowledgement. Yeah, and uh, and as far as like braidings, this as a fetish, it's it's right there with like soft play because it's more of the the wholesome, more more gentle style of fetish, and um, it is all about more of the the good feels and such. There's no no negativity in there. I mean, there there. I haven't had a lot of 
you know, full-on experience with the puppies and such, but uh, so I don't know if there is a the type style of puppies there that go through the full gamut of needing to be um, corrected uh, for bad behaviors and stuff like that. But uh, for mine, it's always been a more of like I said the the true innocence of the puppy experience and the mannerisms. This podcast, not so much to uh, hear, you know, or talk, you hear ourselves talk about it, but we want to hear from people too. We want to hear people of these kings. If, if you are a pup, or if you, you know, are a pup owner, reach out to us, talk to us. I will sit. I have many times with people of kings <laughs> sat and just been like, talk to me for hours. Yes. Tell me. Dondera will sit. You just have to command. We'll sit. You will sit. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good boy. <laughs> He will be I, a good I, I love boy. those conversations, especially um, ones that are male dominated, like uh, sounding. Um, mm-hmm. I have a I have a friend of mine who has that kink and and I just was like, I need to know everything because it's what I need to know. Because <laughs> it really resonates with you. It does. It does. It, it doesn't resonate with me, but it resonated with them deep, deep inside them. <laughs> so Absolutely. I, I love it, and I love this kink. I do. I love puppy play. I, but I'm also little leaning. Like I'm a primal sub for sure, but like I, I do have little tendencies. So I, I have a tendency to find kinks like puppy or kitten play. Um, is this how we bridge the homosexual community with the straight community and the other side of the king community? Is we get a little a puppy? Yes. Think about it. Okay, so I have. That's a why I need a puppy. And you need a puppy. We'll go to the store and we'll get you a puppy, and we can build this perfect kink family. I need a daddy and the dog. Little... And a puppy. We have, because, you know, essentially, even though the little will play with the puppy, daddy always owns the dog. That's what it is. Yeah. We could do this. Yeah, okay, that's oh. that's my new goal in life. I need a, a okay. mommy dom to be my wife. I need to get a little and then a puppy. <laughs> and then the creepy yeah. uncle I keep in the basement just for sex stuff. <laughs> Fair. All right. <laughs> yeah, this is a fun kink. And we are um, we are nearing the end of our will ones. Oh. Um so I think I think it's about time we spun that will and we kind of well, see what we're talking actually about the, you we uh, negated the would you aspect of these things a little bit lately. We you know what we have, but I think well, well this one we're all pretty like pro puppy and like I said we know where we stand. Shep, me and you were both doms. I couldn't see you in a puppy mask being a puppy. Now, would you do that? No, I inherently cannot. But again, I've I've had random, you know, unknown puppies to me just come up and sit and just want to be the pets, and I've not hesitated to show them a little bit of pet affection. So I would definitely, you know, 
cater to a puppy for sure. Yeah, I think we're all pretty much 100% on board with this kink as far as we do. I mean, I said I would literally ditch this podcast to go to a puppy party <laughs> um, if I ever got the chance. 100%. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Um, you would broadcast I mean, from right. the puppy party. You're right. You're right. You're I right. would. I would. <laughs> I'd still work there. I'd be like, shh. All right. All right, puppy. We'll put down the squeak toy. Daddy's got to record a podcast. So cute. <laughs> um, so. But that said, let's let's see what we're talking about next week. We are very close to ending the wheel, in which we're going to do, I think, five, uh, five retouch episodes where we're going to go back yeah. and talk. But I want you guys to, uh, audience, reach out to us and tell us what you want us to hear talk more about. Like, what can we recover? What can we yeah. go back and just take a new look at? But also, Rebecca and Shep, I want you guys to both pick an episode that you're like, okay. I want to completely go back. I want to I want to revisit it. I want to retouch on it. I want to cover it more. Or just talk about a different branch of it. So you both have to pick one. Don't shake your head, Shep. You have to. You have to pick one episode. I... Okay. Well, if not, I will so pick many... it for you, and it will be the Shep episode. <laughs> Sorry, I know I got a little heated there. I'm sorry. I got real heated. Let's cool everybody down real quick. Let's talk about what we're talking about next week. Mm-hmm. Um, Fireplay. No. I mean, you're both right. Uh, temperature play? Yes. Yay! Because one of you said cold play, the other said fire play, and I was like, we're going to do fire play while we listen to cold play. Yeah. Oh uh, my god. I've and Captain like, Obvious really you know, God really damn it. God damn it, Dundere. <laughs> what can I say? I, I worked them in really well. I'm proud uh, of you. That one was play, smooth. Which we, I think we've talked on a live stream uh, about temperature mm-hmm. play because we did uh, sensory play. Mm-hmm. and So I'm, I'm excited about next week's episode because I've already done a lot of research on it mm-hmm. as far as like why people enjoy it. And it's gonna be—it's gonna be a real hot time, and we're gonna be real cool about it. Don't get heated. Wow! <laughs> you won't let me have my soundboard. Um, that said, if you'd like to see our live stream, we do a live stream every week, Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on Twitch.tv/TheDondero. We actually sit. We talk kink in general. It is like a uh, more expanded view of like kinks like we won't we don't cover individual kinks we, we cover we talk kink in general mm-hmm. uh, like i do believe uh last friday we talked about kink shaming and it was a lot of fun we covered a lot of trauma in that one it's gonna that was a lot of fun and how we don't support kink shaming and every week we talk about something new usually voted on upon the audience and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i am your host uh john dondero and with me as always uh, somebody who is always temperate in their uh, mood, either a little, li- little warm, a little cold, but always cool, Mr. Shep. Until next time. <laughs> and a woman who is so hot, she fires. She al caliente, Mr. Muy Rebecca. caliente. Muy caliente. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>